the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. It's a fun Friday here at the uh, law offices of Idala, Bertuna, and Cammons. You know, I was inside a little while ago, and there's about seven people sitting around the conference room just jarring. And I'm like, you know, I'm supposed to be like the leader here, and I'm supposed to tell them, get back to work. But hey, it's Friday, it's afternoon, it's late, it's whatever. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to see the Rockefeller Center or the the Radio City Music Hall show um, with Arthur and Marianne. What I'm a little afraid of is that they're, um, <clears throat> we have a lawsuit against Madison Square Garden, Joan, and you think they're going to let me in because it's owned uh, ooh, by them? I am going to MSG tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to MSG, not well, as a well, lawyer. Well, you're lucky you're not on the website. Cause I, know, I know. Should I remove you from the website really quick? From the Idala Law website? No, I think it's already there. Um, Rock Center, yeah, um, well, I don't know. Radio City, I'm not sure what's well, going to happen. Let's just tell you what's going on here before we talk about what's going on there. Um, I want to talk some politics. So we have Frank Setio, the assemblyman, surrogate, county leader, police officer, lawyer, Really great guy, really great friend. He's going to be on in segment two. In seg- segment three, Joan has discovered a new guest. Joan, why don't you tell us about uh, Krista Daniello? You're going to have fun. Um, so Krista runs the Osborne Retirement Community. She's VP up there. It's in Rye, New York, and it's a an independent living, and it's also a nonprofit. So if folks can't afford then they can still be taken care of, but it's an independent living. I just thought, you know, you just talked about your longevity survey, your whole doctor day yesterday. I thought how appropriate to talk about what's going to happen when you have to go live somewhere else, when Marianne's like, yeah, I'm not taking care of you. <laughs> so, you know, it was funny yesterday, speaking of the doctor day, I did, I did go um, to a um, get a checkup yesterday, and... Um, when the doctor said to me about, you know, is there anything you have chronic this, that, and the other thing? I go, well, I have like kind of like have a chronic raspy voice. And he goes, you should go into radio. Yeah. Now, I had only been with him for like a couple of minutes at that point. And um, so I was looking at him. I go, oh, you know what I do? And he's like, no. I was like, well, I have a radio show every night. And, you know, that's that's exactly what I do. He's like, oh. And, and then we kind of, no, I did not give him a card. Well, I'm going to have to contact them. And then we, well, then we kind of bonded a little bit. <clears throat> um, you do have a more raspy voice again today. What's yeah, going I'm on all, with your raspy voice? I'm all right, Joan. Let's move on. I don't want to highlight my raspy voice. I'm glad I have a ping pong ball and not a <laughs> golf ball inside. Oof, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Sam Molino? You okay on what's this Friday? What's going on? I'm good, man. How are you? 
I probably had 14 cups of tea with honey today, just so I could talk. I will tell you real quick, I had a great time at Rayo's last night. I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Um, but I did get home last night, and I looked at these videos of the uh, the three college deans being cross-examined. Wow. First of all, that congresswoman from New York was great. Um, and it looks Elise like... Elise Stefanik. Yeah, she was... She was on the mark. She was well prepared, and she was ready. She was ready to do some uh, some real, uh, you know, questioning. And, and I mean, it was simple questions, and like, do you condemn anti-Semitism? And they're like struggling. But uh, your yes? microphone is not on. Um, How could they not just say yes? I mean, do, we just yesterday was Pearl Harbor Day. Did, do we not learn anything? Well, it looks like the University of Pennsylvania is going to ask its president, Liz McGill, to resign over growing outrage at her failure to condemn calls for the genocide of the Jewish people. Um, you know, it's uh, when you, if you look at that back and forth with all three of them, the, the dean from uh, Harvard. And I think at one point, um, the congresswoman said, you know, would you tolerate this kind of, of rhetoric if it was against black people? And, uh, you know, they, they were just, just dodging the bullet. And basically what they were saying, and this was what was freaking me out. And like, obviously these people don't know, um, the law, but it's, um, uh, yeah, you know, there's this. She's saying, "Oh, I would only we would only take action if it was bullying or harassment." <laughs> For a whole bunch of students to be standing there looking at a whole bunch of other students, saying, "You and your people should be wiped off the earth," if that's not harassment and bullying, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what it would. You know, they were they were they were, the presidents were all trying to protect free speech. It's all about, oh, it's free speech. You can say whatever you want. I think it's horrible. I think it's, uh, bo- uh, I don't know, they use a lot of words. But, um, and, and they had all these, like, clearly they were coached by their lawyers because they kept saying the same terms over and over again. Um, it's pretty, pretty sad. I mean, look, the flip side of the coin, you have to let people say what they <clears throat> need to say. So, I mean, and Professor Dershowitz will be the first one to tell you you're allowed to make a moron out of yourself. You're allowed to make a fool out of yourself. Um, but at what point does it cross over that line? So that is was one of the things I was re- reading about. And, and today I was on with Judge Napolitano. I was on with Mike Gallagher. I was on with Sid Rosenberg um, talking about so many different legal issues that are popping up. Obviously, um Hunter Biden, look, here's the scoop on that. There's no scoop. The truth is, tax cases are not really that hard to prove. Um, and number one, and number two, they don't indict you and arrest you on a tax case until they've crossed all their T's, dotted all of their I's, and know exactly what you did with the money, where you did. I mean, there's. he said he paid I think $10,000 to join a golf club. It was really a sex club. And it's so easy to prove that. He spent all kinds of money on pornographic websites, like $27,000. You can't write that off. (laughs) That's not a business expense. Um, 
And think about it, folks. Use your common sense. You're talking about a special prosecutor, okay, who's appointed by the United States, the Attorney General of the United States of America. He has these powers. He then has other, you know, junior prosecutors under them and investigators from all branches of government, the IRS, the Postal Department, um, Department of Treasury. They they just dig so deep and they look at and but it's all paperwork. These aren't like witnesses, so they don't need to rely on witnesses. And then they just go into the grand jury with one or two of these analysts and break it all down for the grand jurors who are just regular citizens. And then they ask them to, you know, vote a true bill, which that's how you say to indict someone on um, charges that they believe the evidence supports. And um, they don't do that unless they know they got you. And that's why I believe Justice Alito wrote in one of his opinions, like in today's day and age, less than 10% of these cases in federal court that get indicted go to trial because... In a weird way, it's kind of a good thing because they don't arrest people until it's so obvious of your guilt that any really good criminal defense attorney is going to say, let me cut you the best deal I can because if we go to trial, it's basically just a long plea. In other words, I don't see a way that you're going to win this case, um, especially with the new technology out there in every case with, you know, Back in the day when it was basically just cash and occasional credit card, these tax fraud cases were a little more difficult to prove. But now, between your Easy Pass and your credit card and your ATM card and, and every other digital fingerprint and footprint we have, it takes them some time. And obviously here it took time. I believe uh, Hunter was looking for that first, um, that first plea in July. So they took a half a year. And that plea was rejected by the judge. So, and that had to do with him lying on an application about his drug use when he was trying to buy a gun. So he's got that hanging over his head. And now he has this hanging over his head. Look, if he was in my office, I would just, after getting all the information and bonding with him and whatever, you then, you know, give him the facts of life. And there's statistical, you know, data out there that shows you get indicted on something like this, there's a high likelihood that you're going to do some jail time. He's not going to jail for life. He's not going to jail for decades, but he's probably going to jail. Um, I mean, they'll, you know, put up a good front that they're going to fight this and they're not going to take this lying down and they have proof. And But the bottom line is you don't really have proof. You don't, you don't have proof that the $10,000 you said was for an expense to join a golf club was actually uh, to join a sex club. Um, you know, when you, and even when you join it, just so you know, even when you join a golf club, you're supposed to like keep a log of when you went there and who you met and what business you discussed. It's not to go there with your high school buddies and get drunk. That's not a business expense, but to say, yes, I went there with Andrew and Andrew runs this hedge fund company and he has these kinds of businesses and I'm trying to get the legal work to do those businesses. That's, that's a legitimate expense. To say I went there with Andrew so that we could eat, you know, shrimp cocktail and drink champagne and just get bombed and we didn't talk about business at all. Well, that's not a legitimate expense. Now it's hard to figure those things out. What did you talk about and when and for how long? That's hard for them to prove. But to prove it's not a golf club, it's a sex club. Yeah, that's pretty easy. So, um, there's a big problem there for Hunter Biden. Now you flip the coin to the other side of the ledger. 
And you look at Donald Trump, who's supposedly going to court on Monday to testify in his own defense in this civil case to talk about how um, he... Um, he didn't falsify these records that the judges already found that they falsified, but he's still trying to move the needle in his direction because one of the various punishments the attorney general's office, Letitia James's office, is looking at is to ban him for life from doing business in the state of New York. And um, that is a real harsh penalty, and it was one that would hurt him tremendously. So he's going to allegedly, supposedly, take the stand in his own defense and talk about how the process of how these forms got filled out and what his role was. They did have an excellent expert on yesterday um, from and New York University, uh, law, uh, not law school, but the college itself, who is not an employee from the Trump administration, was just hired as an expert witness who said, look, you know, I reviewed everything. I don't even know why any of these charges were brought. Um, I don't see any justification for bringing these charges. Uh, I, I see that there were one or two obvious errors. But overall, you know, I think these documents were filled, filled out, you know, pretty close to appropriately. So um, we shall see. I mean, the judge is, you know, he knows everybody's watching. And uh, he's already, again, ruled against Trump. Now, it's just this is just the penalty phase. Is it just money, um, which you know will hurt regardless, or but is it or is it money where or and combined with a permanent ban from doing business in New York? Um, real quick, in Washington D.C., an appeals court said that um, in fact Donald Trump can be sued for uh, civil acts when he was president of the United States if they were acts that were not conducted in the midst of him being the president. But they were acts conducted in the mix of him being a candidate. Um, and that relates to the January 6th and people who got hurt on January 6th. They said, well, you can't sue him for not stopping the riots because that's a presidential act. But you can sue him for some of his rhetoric when he was acting and speaking as a candidate to get reelected, not as the sitting president of the United States. I can't believe all of this Department of Justice stuff going on, but it's right in our wheelhouse. And um, you're talking to someone who's been dealing with this stuff for quite some time. So you're getting a straight poop. Speaking of the straight poop, let's come back with Frank Sedio. Let's talk about a little bit of local politics. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Mayor Adams. Let's talk about congestion pricing with Governor Hochul. Let's touch upon you know what may be happening in Congress with McCarthy leaving. So let's take a quick break and um, come back with... Mr. The Honorable, the Judge, the Police Officer, Frank Setio, right after these messages. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Mario Vukic of Hackensack University Medical Center. Intravenous immunoglobulin is made from donated blood and it can be administered at home at an infusion center 
or as an inpatient in a hospital setting, it is given intravenously. Typically prior to IVIG administration, routine blood work is performed to check the complete blood count, liver functions, and kidney functions as well. It has different dosing schedules based on the disease which is being treated. Pre-treatment hydration helps avoid side effects such as headache or blood clots. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friends, Rob and Danielle Sabah. This family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years is just phenomenal. I've gotten cars there. My whole family does. All my friends do. People come from Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. My parents have bought a car there. My sister and brother-in-law. Everyone I know go to Bay Ridge Honda. You know why? Because Rob Sabah and his team are the best and most trusted in the business. Tis the season to celebrate with happy Honda days going on now at Bay Ridge Honda. No payments until March, March of 2024, lowest prices of the year selling on the MSRP this month. Brand new 2024 Hondas in stock and ready for delivery. Your favorite Honda models, the great Honda Accord, the Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, and more. Be sure to ask the staff at Bay Ridge Honda about the Bay Ridge Plus package that will have your new or used car covered. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. The Happy Honda Day sale ends January 2nd, 2024. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And trust me, folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Bail me out. Land of confusion. Land of confusion. Thanks. 
That's why I'm confused. I'm in the land of confusion. Well, you know, if uh, we're in a land of confusion regarding politics, I look at Joni and I said, do me a favor, call Frank Sedio because he'll actually be able to at least explain the confusion, if not dismantle the confusion. So, Uncle Frank, it's Arthur. Happy Friday to you, sir. To Arthur. By the way, I want to congratulate you on a real great analysis of uh, uh, the Biden arrest uh, indictment and the uh, Trump indictments this morning. I thought that was excellent. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, it's... Yeah, well, we're going we're gonna to get that in a second. But, you know, um, yesterday all these poll numbers came out about Eric Adams. Those of you who don't know, Frank Sedio is a was the county leader of Brooklyn. He was the surrogate judge of Brooklyn. He was a police officer. He's a lawyer. I, I, there's other things, titles he's got that I'm leaving out. But he's overall, he's a big shot assemblyman. Um, and he's, he's, you know, my age, so he's been around the block a few days. Um so yesterday it came out about these polling numbers for the mayor of the city of New York, who, you know, I know you know very well for a long time. And, you know, they've, uh, they've made a big deal. They're the lowest in history. And then they said, you know, the, the next lowest was Mike Bloomberg's uh, with 31% and Adams is at 28% two years into both of their uh, terms as, the, as mayor. <clears throat> so what does Frank said you have to say about Eric Adams' low poll numbers? It's all hogwash. The polls are only as good as the day you take them. They, they value their, their lasting effect is about as much as you uh, uh, leaving the bathroom after you flushed it. That's my impression of polls. I've seen uh, this a thousand times. By the way, is that Bloomberg who got reelected two other times? Right. Uh, <laughs> to his uh, as mayor, uh, and was that uh, uh, so many of the others who were always then again Ed Koch getting reelected for another two times as well. It's, it's the fabric of the city to, uh, for people to have an opinion that's negative. And I have to say, in fairness to the mayor, every day they say the same exact thing. Oh, he, his, uh, somebody in his administration got indicted. It had nothing to do with him. Uh, this happened. They raided it. If they say one more time this poor, poor woman's house has been raided by them, by the FBI, I, I, I mean, it's almost become like this, the, day, the day story. How do we start the day? Oh, our house was raided, the mayor's uh, financial person. So it, it's always going to affect you negatively. And, and in fairness to the mayor, I'd like to ask anyone else who has an opinion on this, what do you think he should do? So what is, how about if we go and tell the president, how about if he crawls on his knees to the president and says, give us money? How, well, how will we say to him uh, when the migrants first came? Would anybody have any idea? that we would be sitting here a year and a half later with 120,000 people in New York City that we never invited, but came anyway, and we still treated them with the humane way we do so, as people in New York City believe we should do. Now, when all said and done, I, don't, I have not heard one person who's, a, who's made a condemnation of the migrants. They're trying to get here and make, make their lives better, like so many of our ancestors who came here. I speak about my grandfather and grandmother who came here. I just get around. They took two bananas from the boat, and they uh, got, went into Ellis Island. Uh, it's, 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 maybe this is not Ellis Island, but it's certainly been our Ellis Island for New York City for people who've come to us. And he's now trying to deal with the problem the best possible way. Does it make everybody happy? No, including me, by the way. But it's certainly the best he can do under the circumstances he's facing and I think that when we see the time comes that candidates who want to run against him, they'll come up with some far-left candidate 
who I want to hear them say what they're going to do. Give me the way you're going to raise the money to solve the problem. Show me the way you're going to solve the problem under the circumstances that the mayor's facing, and I'll tell you right up front, you, you, you're, you're full of baloney because the mayor's already tried that. He's done the best he can. And it's unfortunate that it, there's a lot of unhappiness in the city because of it. Let, yeah. me, let me just ask you one, one quick question with my tongue firmly planted in my, planted in my cheek. You don't think Curtis Sliwa would do a better job as the, uh, the mayor right now? Is that what you're saying, Frank? Said Listen, it? the best job I could think of for Curtis Sliwa is dog catcher. But then it's again, cat, it's cat, it's, it's cat you know, and rat catch. all those cats around him, so right. I don't know if that works either, you know, to be frank <laughs> with you. I mean, uh, please. I mean, all right, well, know, so let me, let's talk about something serious about again. Curtis Lee, Curtis Lee was best quality is his mouth. It's also his worst. <laughs> well, um, let me, let, let's talk about something that you may know about well from your days in Albany. The uh, governor is talking about this uh, congestion pricing thing happening for real. Could you just tell us logistically what has to happen next for that to become a reality? Well, the next step is the, 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 they're, doing, they're doing all these bogus hearings, as you know. Oh, should we really consider people? And this, this is a done deal. I'm, I'm a strong opponent of congestion pricing. I really believe, I really believe that um, it's a bad thing for the outer boroughs. It's a, it's a tax on the middle class, and it, while it's a way of raising money for purportedly MTA projects, I've, I would certainly would rather look and see how they would deal with the waste that they have, the enormous amount of waste. The next step here will be finalizing the various uh, public hearings that they're holding and then a vote of the board to finalize that. You know? But no, I know. I, I I listen, Frank Sedio, you're always, you're always in the middle of something special. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually out there. It's my 25th anniversary. And Joyce and I are going to celebrate it with a small oh. cruise. Yeah. God bless. God bless. All right, Frank. You know what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to let you go. I want to wish you a happy 25th anniversary, Thank you, you and Joyce. Real quick before I let you go, well, just since we did the state, the city, let's let's end on the federal. McCarthy just announced yesterday. You know he's leaving Congress. It puts that whole you know the the majority in jeopardy. More, more importantly, you have a wonderful All trip. All I can say is, God bless Hakeem Jeffries. Maybe he might be the majority, the uh, speaker of the, you know, uh, the United States Congress a lot sooner than we thought. Yeah, and how about this? If that happens, does he does he have the ability to write a check out to Eric Adams to help with this migrant situation? Well, I, I'm going to tell you, as I understand it in my conversations with him, one of the problems is that he, you know, it's, the Congress has to approve. The Congress has to approve. Uh, any funding, as you know, and and frankly, um, that will put if the Democrats are in the majority, I think we have a much better chance of getting real money than uh, than than we do now with the Republicans running the show. All right, there you have it, Frank Sedio on a Friday night here on the Idola Power Hour, off to celebrate with his gorgeous wife Joyce. Twenty-five years of marital bliss, not one fight between them um, in those twenty-five years. So, happy anniversary that, to uh, Joyce. By the way, Frank. that's only because I know I know how to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank Sedio, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Don't go away. We're going to have a little bit of fun with our next guest. It'll be a fun Friday.
Tonight at 7, it's the fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas. What does that mean? Broadway reviews, restaurants. We'll talk about things going on in the different bids across New York City and have a cocktail recipe or two. That's tonight at 7. Calling all patriots. Join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855-565-5519 or visit patriotsalaskacruise.com. Weatherization assistance in Yonkers reminds us that many children will be forgotten this holiday season and families could use some extra help. Let's open our hearts by donating a toy or two at a local toy drive and help make a child's wish come true this Christmas. That's brought to you by Weatherization Assistance at 540 Palmer Road in Yonkers, where they say our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call 914-375-7887. Wishing everyone a happy holiday season. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or are looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and on to sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit newyorkcruises.com. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students, and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email 
Info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I had a friend was a big baseball player back in high school. Oh, glory days by Bruce. He could Friday, December the 8th. You know what happened on this date in 1980 right there, Sam Reno? So, John Lennon. Right. I spoke to Geraldo about it. He heard the shot, and he was like on the scene a very short time thereafter. And he was, um, <clears throat> they were buddies. They had hung out many, many times. In uh, Geraldo's book, Exposing Myself, he talks all about it. It's really, really quite interesting, especially for those of us who know Geraldo and obviously know the Beatles. Uh, I met a couple this morning on my way in to the office who was going uptown to go to his little monument. The, imagine to to kind of sell. They were from England. Oh, I'm too. sure if you go yeah. there now, they'll they be all celebrate kinds of his flowers. life. They play. I mean, it's it's every week, every day. People are there playing music, and it's it's actually a beautiful thing. It brings people together in peace. Okay. Well, speaking of bring, bringing people together. 60, um, 4.4 million people in 2024. <clears throat> There's going to be 12,000 people turning 65 every day. 12,000 people, 65 every day. It adds up to 4.4 million people next year. Luckily, I've got like a decade to go. I shouldn't say luckily. Oh, I should say hopefully, right? <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> you know, what happens when, you know, you start to, I guess... I don't know, turn the corner. I don't know, I'm 65 to me seems really young when you're 56 and you have a two-year-old. But let's get it from someone who um, provides services every day to people who are 65 and older. Krista Picciano Daniello. She's Irish and Jewish. Krista Picciano Daniello. She is vice president of the Osborne, the executive of this independent assisted senior living facility located in Westchester, New York. Hi, Krista. It's Arthur Idala. How are you? Hi, great. How are you? I was really uh, getting into the music. I started to sing, and then you turned it off, darn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that, the, you can blame it on our executive, uh, what's his name? Oh, the engineer, our co-host know, engineer. Co-host. Right. Um, all right, Krista, tell us a little bit about uh, the Osborne, and then we'll get into a little bit about people, uh, you know, growing uh, a little older in these these times. Absolutely. So uh, I've been at the Osborne now for... Oh, 25 years, and uh, actually it's a 56-acre community in Westchester, and it's considered a continuing care community. I'll talk more about that hopefully in a few minutes, but we offer independent living, and then there's another building for assisted living. Then we have a memory care area, and then we also have a nursing home that offers both inpatient rehab and long-term nursing care, as well as two home care agencies in Connecticut and New York. So, we really kind of cover just about anything for those 65 and older. And like you, I'm, I'm in my 50s, and, that, and the older that I get, the more I say 80 is still a baby. Believe me. Well, I, I, 
some of the lawyers <laughs> I work with here are in their 80s and um, they're going strong. So, you know, let's just talk about older Americans in, in general okay. and how we treat the people in this society who are, uh, you know, older as opposed to other mm-hmm. countries and other places in the well, world. You know, I think that one of the phenomenons that we actually see, and it explains a lot of why we hear from people around this time of year, is, you know, if you think back in the day, especially I come from an Italian family, right? You know, we all lived on the same street. I mean, that's just kind of how it was, right? And these days in our country, what we find is, you know, people work, they work more and more, their kids are older, and they're all over the place. So, you know, what we find is that families aren't there anymore. And you find many seniors who really sort of need to figure out, you know, where they're going to go, what they're going to do down the road. And we don't revere our seniors the same way. You know, it's kind of like you ever see somebody squat down to talk to them and they're, and they're yelling loud. It doesn't mean they can't hear. You know, there's a lot of things that we think about with seniors. It's almost like we treat them like children again. It, it drives me crazy, to be quite honest with you. Um, but they have so much to offer. They were the pioneers. They're the people who built the Empire State Building. They're the people, you know, who started the companies, you know, our first lawyers, our first everything. So I love what I do because I get to hear all these stories. Um, but, you know, it changes. And I think people are living older, stronger nowadays. So, you know, even that's changed. Let's see, Since you've been there for 25 years, um Tell me how technology and the world of cell phones and iPads and computers Mm -hmm. and and (laughs) cameras that can be put in people's units to make sure that they're safe. How how has that changed your world? I think it's changed everybody's world, even on the outside for people. I mean, you have so many ways these days to be connected. I think we found a lot of that, to be honest with you, especially for seniors during COVID and realizing how much we can do um, with technology. So one of the biggest, believe it or not, the biggest technologies that has been around but really hadn't been used much in homes used by businesses is Zoom. Zoom is one of the things that residents here and outside in the community used when they were really isolated. Some people for a year or two, it was a way to stay connected to their families you know, they have wearables, of course, as you know, Apple, Apple Watch is one of them. But there's, there's many of them that actually have, you know, readable information that's connected to monitored ports like blood pressure. You know, are you getting enough walking in? Uh-oh, got a red flag, and now you're going to get a call for somebody. There's proactive pill dispensers. I mean, there's Alexa, and at communities, we have Alexa for seniors, and it's actually incorporated to tell you, you know, what activities are going on today. What's the special in the restaurants? I mean, there's so now, Krista, many let me just interrupt you for a second. Topic. Who who sets okay. those things up? Who sets up the Alexa that says, good morning, Krista, today in the cafeteria, we're going to do stretching at three o'clock. Well, for us, we do that here because it's like I said, the Alexas are now senior Alexas. So they're ones that are made specifically for computers and I mean, for communities so that they are actually incorporated with our software already in it so that we set them up. So when you come in, you're already set up. I, you know what I like to say? It's almost like the new, you remember clap on, clap off? I have it. Yeah, clap on, clap You remember that back in the day? So I have it. I have it in my house. I still have it. Right. So there you go, right? Don't clap a lot. Um, but it's almost like that. It's just smarter now. They're smarter versions. And 
when you come to these communities, are already incorporated. So it's really just a matter of you're there, and it already has all your information. And let's not forget the good, since you're talking about the clap on, clap off, the good old-fashioned, I've fallen and I can't get up, right? The life alert. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, that that's still, believe it or not, that press alert, that hasn't changed very much. <laughs> but let me tell you this. So I'll tell you something that, you know, the press alerts, you have to use them out in the community um, because, you know, they don't have family around or maybe they don't use them. But one thing about independent living, because you brought it up, I, I wasn't even thinking about saying it, is that even if you're in an independent community, one of the things that I think is so great, no matter where you go, is even if you have no health concerns, every independent community does something called a are you okay call. So somebody calls every day to make sure at the time you've designated and if you don't respond after three times, somebody will come and knock on your door and follow up just to make sure you haven't fallen and weren't able to get up. So, well, you know, there's a lot of things that are kind of built right into these communities. Chris, the last thing, my mother, who's an octogenarian, and even though she's with my father mm-hmm. all the time and she's on the phone mm-hmm. constantly, she keeps Verizon Wireless in business. Um, she always <laughs> talks about the fear of loneliness, loneliness, loneliness. Uh, Talk to me yeah. about yeah. older people and loneliness. You know, it's a real fear. And I think, again, gosh, after the worldwide pandemic, you saw it more and more. And not only did you see it, I mean, you could go back and you could look at all the statistics and see how much that impacted people's, not just their mental health, their physical health. More people died because of isolation. More dementias are developed from isolation. I'm on the board, actually, um, of the Alzheimer's Association. It's my fourth term, so I'm I'm in my 13th year, and it is a direct correlation to developing dementia. doesn't mean you're going to, but isolation means what? It means you're not interacting. It shows. There are studies that show going to church, just going to church, that socialization helps. Having friends, going out to dinner once a week, all of those things have a tremendous impact on your mental and your physical well-being. All right. Well, for my parents, we don't have to worry about them going out to dinner once a week. They go out to dinner. You have to worry they're, about keeping them there once a week? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say they're home. One, my mother said to me, tonight's the first night we're going out. I'm like, no, Mom, you're actually out of my... Oh, yeah, right. Well, yeah, that, well, that doesn't really count because that was a lunch. And uh, Anyway, well, Chris, I want to thank you so much. Um, we would love to have you back on anytime you want because I know you can talk about music. You can talk about dancing. You were like some big MTV club dancer or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> well, we appreciate you <clears throat> finding the time on this Friday. Krista Picciano Daniello. I guess Daniello. you married an Italian. I guess you married an Italian boy. Is that how it worked? Yeah, you know. Right. I had to give in. What can I say? <laughs> I'm sure you made the family happy. All right. Thank I you did. so much. And thank you for taking care thank of the you. older folks in society. Right. You know, you and I and Joni will be there sooner than later. So I hope. Yep. We'll all move in together and have a big old party. Um, to sign me up. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right, folks. We got one more segment left on the whole week. And uh, I don't know. We'll just do something. We'll have some fun. And we'll talk about ping pong balls and golf balls a little bit more. All right. Don't go away. We'll be right back on the Author Idola Power Hour. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. I have two guests, Christopher Bayonne and 
Vito Pitta, attorneys with Pitta Beyond. It's been almost 18 years since the 9-11 attack. We hear about first responders dying from 9-11 related cancers. Do you think this is the beginning of the end of that cancer epidemic relating to 9-11 or is it the end of the beginning? We don't have a full picture of everyone that was exposed. So while first responders, uniform personnel, recovery workers were very much aware of the Zadroga Act, everyone else that was below Canal Street may not know that, one, they were exposed, and two, that they are potentially eligible for health care and compensation because of that exposure. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a new time, Saturday afternoon at 2.30 and again at 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, ESCO Truck and Equipment can help with all your equipment needs. Whether it be purchase, lease, or rent, the right machine to improve your business. ESCO provides a full line of link belt excavators, light equipment from Dynapack, and Chicago pneumatic or handheld power tools from Steel. ESCO parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the field and need a part, ESCO certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly. ESCO is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance, inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey, call Joe Egenio at 718-504-2600. That's 718-504-2600. Or go online to escoequipment.com. That's E-S-S-C-O equipment.com. ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Friday evening, uh, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Stones fan, and there's that myth, that whole legendary thing, the Stones versus the Beatles, but you cannot doubt or diminish the greatness of the Beatles, even though by the time this song was written, the Beatles were no longer, um, and uh, on this day, I, you know, I was a kid, I was 12, I think, when uh, John Lennon was killed, and I remember kids walking around, Polly Prep, the older guys, Wearing red, uh, black armbands the next day, and it was, you know, it was a whole. I think we had an assembly about it because, you know, he was killed. You know, it's different between Dwayne Allman, you know, getting in a motorcycle accident, or uh, Jim Morrison or Jimi Hendrix overdosing. You know, this, this guy was killed. Um, and as legend has it, um, uh, after he was shot, John Lennon, he was taken in a police car to Roosevelt Hospital. And he was pronounced DOA, but apparently they tried to work on him, even at the very end, cutting him open and just trying to push his, manually pump his heart. But it was the, someone, one of the doctors is quoted as saying, even if he got shot that time, the way he did, four, they shot at five times, it was four struck him. Even if he was in the operating room with all of us around him when he got shot, there was no way to save him. They were hollow boy, hollow point bullets um and yoko ono was there and she asked the doctors not to tell anyone she asked the hospital please don't tell anyone i think sean was five or something like that he was very young 
She's like, he's home. He doesn't know this. And she said, he, he's probably watching television. I want to go home and tell him first. And then you can announce it. Coincidentally, there was someone from ABC News being treated there as well and heard all of this and called over to ABC. And it was Monday Night Football. And uh, it was Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford. And it was the end of the game. Three seconds left where the uh, New England Patriots were going to try to kick a field goal against the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if it was to tie or to win. And um, this is how America found out that John Lennon was killed. John Smith is on the line. And I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. To go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank. So that was around uh, 11 o'clock at night. And, um, you know, America, then obviously the news spread like wildfire. He, you know, the news, he had just heard the news that, that Howard Cosell did that he got shot twice, but he was actually, he was hit four times. And, um, you know, it was, it was an American tragedy. I didn't mean to go so down that that hole, but it's part of it's part of history. I mean, yesterday we did, you know, we did uh, Pearl Harbor. Today we do John Lennon. Yes, Joe. It's part of our history, and it's still happening in the middle of New York City, where folks are gathering, trying to be peaceful and playing his songs and living his legend out. So it's it's beautiful going there. All right. Well, rest in peace, John Lennon. Yeah. We only have a little bit of time left, so let's try to lighten the mood and let's let's have a drink. Right, it's Friday night, it's December the 8th, um, I'm on my way to Radio City Musical, I hope I could get in. Um, let's do a Padre Luz libation. So, into your cocktail shaker, that silver shaker, loaded up with ice, <clears throat> two ounces of Laird's Apple Jack, it's apple flavored liqueur, three quarters of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, and a half an ounce of fresh orange juice, a couple of dashes of Angostura bitters and a half an ounce of the least expensive maple syrup you can buy. So you're doing this Laird's Apple Jack liqueur, lemon juice, orange juice, the bitters, and maple syrup. You're going to shake, 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 shake that shaker with all that ice in there. And on the cocktail glass, it's going to make it look good and festive. Sprinkle some nutmeg or some pumpkin pie spice on top. Um, and then you can... Pour that ice-cold beverage into that cocktail glass with that little nutmeg on the rim or some pumpkin pie spice on that rim. And uh, you can celebrate Hanukkah. What is tonight? The second night of Hanukkah with Padre Lou's Happy Hanukkah Autumn in a Glass Cocktail. All right. So the last breaking news I have is I think I started this week telling you about me wearing my little sleeping night hat thing. And Sambolino, no matter how hard I put it on and pull it down, it I, it just doesn't stay on that long. I mean, I wake up at like 3 in the morning because nature calls and the hat's off my head. But it does keep me warm when I first That's fall asleep. Good. So I'm sure you guys all week long were like thinking, I wonder how Arthur's hat, I wonder how he's doing with his nightcap. It's like a little hoodie. Maybe 
maybe maybe you get like a onesie that has a little hoodie on well, it and do well, that. Or, or maybe we could just turn the heat on in the house and the house doesn't have to be 63 degrees when we go to sleep and oh. my feet don't have to freeze when i go into the bathroom anyway it was an interesting week um thank you all for being here um you know there's some uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. Oh, I went to Rayo's last night. I had a great time with uh, Jerry Foley, my buddy, and with Gabe, who was my host. And it's always a lot of fun in there. But, you know, we were talking about people who are saying, you know, oh, New York is dead and New York is done and New York is crime ridden and who would want to come here? It's packed. For those of you who are listening in Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, who, who don't come here, at least to this part of Manhattan, it's packed. Downtown Brooklyn is packed. Lower Manhattan is packed. When I say packed, I mean it's hard walking down the street. I mean, it's shoulder to shoulder, and God bless, and the stores seem full. Bryant Park is gorgeous. If I mean, there's supposed to be a real bad storm coming. But I think Saturday is supposed to be nice. Hopefully, we're going to head up to the Bronx Zoo. So it's one of these like light shows. But um, uh, Sunday, I think the weather is going to be bad. But if you get a chance, go to Bryant Park and check it out. It's absolutely gorgeous. And walk around the city. You know, the Plaza Hotel is beautifully decorated. Um, all of Fifth Avenue, all the stores. It's a special time of year. We shouldn't take it for granted. You know, horrors that are going on in Israel, horrors that are going on in Ukraine, horrors that are going on in parts of Africa and parts of South America. We are so blessed to not only be in America, not only be in the state of New York, but to be in the city of New York. All five boroughs have special events and special things going on this weekend. Take advantage of it. God bless us for, uh, you know, being here. God bless me for my healthy report yesterday. Yahoo. And um, thank you to everyone at AM 970. The answer, we had a great week. Sam Bellino, you were great. Joan, you were especially great. And um, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy Christmas time in New York. We'll see you on Monday. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.